Hey, Ignite City. Hey, I hope you're having a good week so far. Um, hey, I just wanted to share this with you from my Bible reading plan from uh, Numbers chapter 9, starting here in verse 15. I just thought it was a powerful uh, section of Scripture, 9 through the rest of the chapter. And it says this, On the day that the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle. Now remember, the cloud is the representation of the presence of God. So during the day, even uh, you would see God leading his people uh like toward the Red Sea, out of Egypt, toward the Red Sea, out of the Red Sea, uh, a cloud by day, fire by night. And so the cloud is the representation of the, of the presence of God. So the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. And in the evening, it was over the tabernacle, like the, like the appearance of fire until morning. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. I love that because it showed this constant presence of God among his people. That it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like they had to seek and search for him or his presence. He was there, and he was actually showing them. And I know it's tempting for us to sit and go, well, why doesn't he give us a cloud by day and, a f and fire by night? Well, he doesn't have to, because if you're a follower of Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you. They didn't. They didn't have the Holy Spirit in them. Some of them, a, a, I mean, a handful of them may have for specific purposes, um, you even see, I think it's later in this in in today's reading, um, where God uh, gave His Holy Spirit to seventy of the elders um, that were supposed to serve with Moses because Moses was starting to feel the weight of the hundreds of thousands, if not couple of million people. Uh, you'll see that you'll see God gave His Spirit uh, to certain craftsmen and artists who were building and making and creating things for the tabernacle. Um, but the people didn't have the Holy Spirit, and so there was this uh, outward sign of the presence of God, and what we have now is the Holy Spirit in us. Verse 17, And when the cloud lifted from over the tent, after that the people of Israel set out. And in the place where the cloud settled down, there the people of Israel camped. At the command of the Lord, the people of Israel set out, and at the command of the Lord they camped. As long as the cloud rested over the tabernacle, they remained in the camp. Now, when I looked up that word remained, it meant this. It meant to encamp, um, encamp or to camp, to dwell, to rest in tent. But here's the one that stood out to me. Abide. And it means to abide in tent, but to, but to abide. And friends, for those who've been part of um, Ignite City Church, even when we were Purpose Claremont, I've been telling you that's the thing that God keeps bringing up over and over. And I can tell you that a, a few places in today's reading, today would be um, that I was reading it on Wednesday. Um, you may be listening to this later on, but even throughout the readings, there was this over um, this overabundance of references to God's, uh, to God's invitation of our abiding in Him, to remain in Him, to constantly be with Him. So that's what that word was. So it said, as long as the cloud rested over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. They abided in tents in camp. But that's where God was. God was in the middle of their, of their tents. Um, so you picture all couple million people, all in tents, um, and, they're, and they're organized in a specific way by tribes. And in the very center of, of the people and all the tents is the tabernacle, representing the very presence of God. So God wanted to be in the midst of his people. And I'm, guys, he still wants to be, he still wants to be and is with us. So God desires this intimacy with us and he wants us to remain in him, to constantly be in his presence. Uh, verse 19, uh, even when the cloud continued over the tabernacle many days, the people of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not set out. 
Sometimes the cloud was a few days over the tabernacle, and according to the command of the Lord, they remained in camp. Then according to the command of the Lord, they set out. And sometimes the cloud remained from evening until morning, and when the cloud lifted up in the morning, they set out. Or if it continued for a day and a night, when the cloud lifted, they set out. Here's a question for us. Are we flexible with God? Or do we have him schedule out like we do everything else in life? Friends, I've, I've, uh, I was convicted of this a couple weeks ago that I was just scheduling my time with God. Like I was telling him, hey, I, I, and on my calendar, if you look at my calendar, I, I block schedule everything out. So throughout most of my day, everything's blocked and what I'm going to work on, um, whether it's I'm, I'm going to prep a message and I'll spend a few hours on a Tuesday and on a Wednesday and on a Thursday, uh, I'll block time out and I'll say, this is when I'm working on it. But I was doing that with God. And I felt so convicted because there is, there is blessing that comes from waiting on the Lord. And so me just telling God, this is when I'm going to meet with you. I've, and I've done that for years, but I kind of felt like I was kind of doing the same thing and getting this, it's like staying the same depth. And over the last few weeks, as I've waited on the Lord, instead of telling him, this is my time and this is all you get, as I've waited on the Lord, oh, it's changed everything. Uh, things are things are popping out of the scriptures like never before. My prayer time is absolutely mind blowing, and so I want to ask us the question: Are we flexible with Him, or or and are we actually scheduling time in our in our weeks or months where we can have flexibility and wait on the Lord? So maybe there's a there's a day off where you take the morning, you take a few hours, and you grab a Bible and a journal and grab breakfast and go to a park and just sit and listen and and wait, and read, and sleep, and like Sabbath, but to wait on the Lord instead of just saying, this is when you fit. The other thing, notice, when the cloud stayed there, the, it stayed in the camp, the people didn't go anywhere. When it left and they moved, they would get up and they would go. Some days it'd be a few days they'd be in one place. Other days they'd be there for a, a day and leave the next day. Friends, may we be that obedient, and may we desire that much to be where God wants to wants us to be, which is this, where we should want to be is wherever God is. And so if God moves, so say pretty much practically, it means this, we should be asking God, what do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to be? Because I do not want to do anything. And I don't want to go anywhere that you are not telling me to go and where you are not going to be. Now, that's kind of weird to say it to God who is everywhere. Uh, but the, the idea behind it is I only want to be where God wants me to be, to do the things that God wants me to do, but to experience him um, instead of just kind of dictating, this is what my day is going to look like. You need to fill it in where I'm going. No, no, no. I, want, I only want to move when God says to move. I want to wait as long as God wants us to wait. And so not just pr uh, practically and personally for me, but even as a church, I do not want to move ahead of God. I don't want to be one of those uh, pastors and people who follow Jesus, a Jesus follower. I don't want to be one who says, hey, I had this great idea. I'm going to go forward and then have to pray later. God, God would you please bless that which I never asked you about? <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm doing the things that God wants me to do. And then as a, as a church community, I want to make sure that we are doing what it is that God wants us to do. That we are moving when God moves and we are staying put when God stays put. Not trying to force his hand as if we could, not trying to coerce him as if we could, but just being content to be where God is and to do what it is that God's wanting us to do and to wait as long as necessary and to move when it's time so we're keeping in step and walking in the Spirit. Um, verse 22, whether it, whether it was two days or a month or a longer time that the cloud continued over the tabernacle abiding there, 
the people of Israel remained in camp and did not set out. But when it lifted, they set out. Verse 23, at the command of the Lord, they camped. And at the command of the Lord, they set out. And friends, may we say the same thing. I will move when God commands me to move. And I will stay when God commands me to say. In other words, friends, we're called to be obedient. Obedient to what God has called us to do. Just be obedient. Simply walk in obedience. Why? Because we love him. We trust him. We want God's best. We want to accomplish what he wants. And he's worthy. And Jesus knows those, according to what he says in, in John chapter 14, when he says, I know those who love me by those who obey my commandments. Friends, I hope that's an encouragement, a challenge, and especially a challenge as a first personally uh, pray through. God, show me, am I doing this? Or teach me how to wait upon you and give me patience to wait and give me, give me trust in you that I can wait without trying to force your hand. But then as a church, friends, I want to make sure that we're moving um, according to God's leading, not just because there's cool things and nice things and um, just events to do or things that we can do to impact people. And we come up with all these ideas and we got to get this done as if we're frantic. Friends, I want us to slow down. I want us to move when God says to move. I want us to go when God says to go and trust him the whole way. Friends, I know that times it seems like he waits until the last watch of the night, the last minute possible. But friends, in all of it, even if there are cases where he does that, it's for our good. And friends, if you've experienced that, you know that he's increased your faith and helped you become more trusting in him as you've seen him come through. So like I said, I hope this was an encouragement challenge to you guys. Love you more than you know. I'm so thankful that I get to walk through life with you um, because you guys are just fantastic. I'm so excited about you. I brag about you all the time. It's so fun to do life with people who just simply love Jesus. Like I said, love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.